This week, my guest Grant Carlisle and I talk about process, why companies need them, and how a great set of rules can actually set you free. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeck. This is your host, Lorraine Ball. And today I am really excited to have Grant Carlisle with me. Good morning, Grant. Hey, good morning, Lorraine. Grant is the director of an agency called The Mountains. And Grant, I am so excited because some of the things that you guys do with regard to process was just so interesting. And I was really hoping you could share some of your philosophy and ideas on when and why companies need good processes. Yeah, process really is the variable that allows us to do the things we do. We know that we're not going to understand and know all of the parts at the onset. So we rely on our process to get to the places we need to be. Sometimes that's in front of different stakeholders. Uh, Sometimes that's at different interaction points where we need to watch what's happening. Regardless, we're relying on our process to take us in the direction to meet at those serendipitous points where we can draw out and extract the core information we need. So sometimes a process can mean exploration and and we're getting whatever we need to get all the feedback. And then we take that exploration and we concise it down, boil it down to what we need from it. You know, when we were talking offline before the program started, you really had some great examples of companies that had processes or companies didn't have processes as there's turnover in the organization and how how important the processes were at those points. Yeah, there's there's been a couple projects lately that as the organizations themselves have identified that in the next two, four or five years, they're going to have people who are aging out or people who are retiring. And when those people are aging out or retiring, they're walking out the door with 30 years of experience. And so the organizations are realizing, what are we going to do to backfill that experience walking out the door. If we don't have the processes in place that that person or those people were utilizing and leveraging to make our organization run how it is, or to let everyone know what they were doing, or to communicate what they were doing, et cetera, if those processes aren't there, this is going to be difficult. (laughs) We're going to have a tough time at this because those 30 years are leaving. And so if we can't capture some of that, yeah, if we can't capture some of that, if we can't put those processes in place that allow us to continue to run as is, uh, it's going to be tough. You know, uh, even for a company like mine, and we haven't been around 30 years, but we had employees that have been with us three, four, six, seven years, even in that shorter time frame, there are processes and ways of doing things that if you don't document and if you don't transmit that process to the next person, you're going to be out of luck. You're going to be out of luck, Lorraine. <laughs> and and look, a lot of times it, to an organization, sometimes that scares them. They say, well, we don't know. We don't know what the process is. And part of what we think the process is, is figuring out the unknown. And so I have to take a step back and show them what they've just told me. Oftentimes, the organization will say, there's no way that we can create something around what you're saying. And it's oftentimes because they know part of the process, part of the process. 
is an unknown, is a variable. And so I say, okay, well, let's just situate that within this greater process that you already do, that you know about, that you know exactly what's going to happen. And that really opens up eyes about how there are really things that are happening that you really can do, that you really can put your finger on, documenting and maybe visualizing that, you, you know, I get out a piece of paper or on a whiteboard, mm-hmm. it really starts to come to life. And then just situating that variable, that scary part within these other constraints that they definitely know makes it makes it much more digestible uh, for people within organizations. I know when we started going through and documenting a lot of our processes, at first we had all of these exceptions. Well, we're going to do this except. <laughs> and the more that we did it, one of the things that we found out was anytime we did an except, we ended up hating our life. Because... <laughs> Anytime we allowed a project to kind of not follow what we had started to lay out, we found they weren't as good. And so that actually gave us a lot of confidence mm-hmm. to say, no, we, we do have a process and it works. And I, I think that's one of the learnings for small businesses is not to be afraid to kind of embrace this. Mm-hmm. The, the, it said that uh, in... Some of my design teachings, I, I forget who it exactly told me, uh, constraints breed creativity. And when you allow those constraints to be a part of your process, you're going to get more creative to work within them. And your end result might actually come out better than you expected. And not in a way maybe in the beginning you wanted it to be, but nevertheless in the end the way it should be. And in that is the strength. And, and so allowing yourself to work within those constraints, you really get creative. As you were saying that, I, at one point in my career, ran a fairly large design team and worked within an organization that had pretty strict brand standards. And the young designers and the inexperienced designers always wanted to reinvent the wheel. They always wanted another color or another font. And my more seasoned designers, the ones who really understood how this worked could be amazingly creative and stay within the brand standards because a set of rules in a way it liberated them because there were certain decisions they didn't need to worry about. And I think that's part of the magic of a a good process is it takes some of the decisions out off the table. It does. It really does. If, if you, uh, so if you and I are talking right now and we could agree that Anything is on the table. Everything is on the table. When you believe that, it's actually super difficult. It's really difficult to have everything as a possibility. And what you find yourself doing, again, through process, is you build in, you get feedback from potential customers or a a new business line, and you get feedback, and you're choosing from that feedback what constraints, quote unquote, I'm doing air quotes, what constraints you want to build in. That's actually what you're doing. And by and large, those constraints then are narrowing your focus into what your ultimate solution will be. And so like you're saying, if you can start somewhere, then maybe half the work is done and you can get creative with whatever's left. You know, as we're talking about it, this has so many applications. It It applies to businesses that are looking to create brand standards. It applies to companies that are wrestling with operational issues. 
companies that whether you are expanding or hiring new people or replacing a long-term employee, all of these tasks will be so much easier with good process. That's right. No matter the area or sector of a business, the process you're working within can drive the outcome. Now, if you need to revisit it, that's fine. If, if you need to get more people involved, that's fine. The process, though, will allow you to get to where you want to be. And being open about the things that you're going to do along the process, you can be rigid about it once you've all agreed. But once you've agreed, use it, leverage it. And again, the, the sector is not the factor. Um, it's you and your team being on the same page with what it is you're doing. And it's you and your team. It's you and your customers. Mm-hmm. That I have found that you know those kind of processes, where there's a clear roadmap at the beginning of a project, can make everybody's life easier. Oh my gosh, the communication is dry, is just driven by the fact that we've agreed. Here's where we're going to go. Here's our runway. Mm-hmm. And so I can do my work. You can do yours. We'll communicate along the way because we both know what's happening here. Oh, far and far and above, way better than. <laughs> where was that spreadsheet? Did you send me that? What version are we on? <laughs> yeah, there, <laughs> yeah. This is definitely a roadmap for how to make life either easier or harder. Or harder, <laughs> indeed, indeed. Awesome, Grant. This has been a wonderful conversation. Thank you so much for your insights on process. Thanks, Lorraine. This has been a lot of fun. We will have a link to your website in the show notes. But if folks want to catch up with you on social media, where's the best place to find you? Yeah, at Design006. It was my first computer, uh, my first uh, design class, and I was on Computer 6. Hit me up on Twitter, Design006. We will look for you there. If you have enjoyed today's conversation. If you'd like to hear more about business tips, marketing, design, be sure to look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Lorraine Ball, and this has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.